And so to mountains. I know once I start talking about mountains, most people that have to endure my mountain obsession, I think maybe either switch off or they start doodling them right in front of me. And I have done and been at quite a few inspirational beginning of term, beginning of a new year talks, both giving and being in the audience. And I've noticed a preponderance of people using mountains as a image to talk about this journey and not just a journey in education, a journey, full stop. And one of my first ever paid commissioned pieces of work long, long, long time ago um, was climbing a mountain, climbing Snowden with glass test tubes on a dress where I was auditing and collecting and archiving a mist. So my kids at my current school thought that was quite a funny thing, totally unbelievable. But actually, they have been exposed to a lot of mountain terminology in this whole learning journey that we talk about. And so this mountain analogy is becoming quite a profound subject in even just their lives. So I was thinking about mountains on the way home and the way that I talk about them, the way that I obsess over them, the way that I need them, but also about this other symbology that they have for a lot of people. So I was thinking of creosote, I was thinking of the clouds, and then suddenly I was thinking about communion. Yeah, that happens on mountains too. So this is the definition. A large natural elevation of the Earth's surface rising abruptly from the surrounding level. A large, steep hill, remoteness, inaccessibility, a large pile or a quantity of something. Well, we all have them, right? Mountains. The ones we need to climb in order to keep surviving. Here's the definition of communion. The sharing or exchanging of intimate thoughts and feelings, especially when the exchange is on a mental and spiritual level. I had communion with dirt and granite, creosote and the sky on a mountain. We all want it, communion. The ache to offer sacred contact to the ones capable of receiving it. So I'm mopping the ante a little bit here from a development of the mountain. I remember that I kept looking at the dirt and my eyes, this one time, they fixated on this stone and dust and every single step that I took, one foot after the other. At that moment in time, it was actually the only way I knew how I would make it all the way up. It just constantly looked too far ahead and I became overwhelmed. I had to keep looking at my feet, treading in the dirt and the stone. If I looked too far ahead, I had to only fixate on the clouds because then it gave this surreal quality that I wasn't really there, that I wasn't really exhausted, that I wasn't really breathless. Overwhelm, well, that's where doubt starts to clutch you and close in and negative affirmations sing really loud. And the steps are what lead us onward, right? There is no other way. You have to keep taking the next step. Each foothold becomes a part of the ascending story. 
each traveling hiker crossing your path, they have their own story too. And they have their own message, their own grief and their own weight to carry. Let them. Some of them might be kind to you and they may engage with you in an exchange that leaves you feeling lighter, energized, thoughtfully grateful. So let them. Some of them might ignore you altogether and you can let them too. Everything becomes a landscape on a mountain. The way that your lips, they taste like salt and the sweat that drips down your back and the curiosity of how your legs are both shaky and strong all at the same time. Trails hold their own tricks and all the false summits, well, they can go to hell. Those peaks that you believed in, the ones that never appeared, those hopes that kept rising only to disappear once you allowed yourself to climb into the holy invitation. Summit. Here's a definition of that. The highest point of a hill or a mountain. Those damn fucking things. Summits. They're always just beyond the next ridge. Just beyond the next heartache. Just beyond the unbearable loneliness just beyond the empty loss, just beyond the challenge of change and transition and not knowing what the fuck you are doing with these uncharted paths, just beyond your unknowing, just beyond the cocooning from what you were and where you were and where you thought you were meant to be now, just beyond the negotiations and the not yet and the silence and the fear that keeps you rising up inside your chest. You know what? You have to keep walking. One foot in front of the other. One foothold and then the next. Scramble on your hands and knees if you must. Traverse those tricky spots. Make your way step by step. Conquer that climb. That one now. That one that's right in front of you. Reach that motherfucking summit, somehow, but reach it. You can and you will, and every inch will bring you closer. And do not forget this. Feel the cool breeze of that finish. And notice those butterflies that joyfully existing in flight once you arrive. And watch the sparrows. Watch them dive from up above. It's fun to see what the elevation does to your systems. Sit down, breathe, rest, nourish. Take a bite of that apple, you know, the one that you've carried all the way. And shine from that saturated sweat of hard work. And then, well, descend. Move into the depths with the confidence of knowing that you can rise. That you will rise. That actually you always do rise. And whatever you want, every summit is a witness to your unbroken strength. Obviously, I didn't say it quite like that to the kids that I teach. But you get where I'm coming from.